Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm a mother, wife, herbalist, nurse, and obsessed with wellness. I can't wait to talk all about what I've learned through my two postpartum experiences, motherhood, my own healing journey, and more. Let's discuss herbs for kids, healing postpartum, the struggles and joys of motherhood, science, and more as we grow together. Hi, Jamie. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on. How are you doing today? Hi, Amanda. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great. Awesome. Well, I know who you are, but if you could introduce yourself and tell us where you are and what you do, that would be awesome. Absolutely. Hey, well, thanks so much for having me on today. So my name is Jamie McKenzie. Uh, I live in Northeastern Massachusetts with my husband, my three awesome children, and a whole bunch of animals. Um, I am a naturally minded mama. Um, I was raised um, naturally minded. My mom was always really cautious what we ate and the the um, you know the chemicals that entered our house. And so um, when I became a mom myself, I found that to be you know an important question I I was asking <laughs> um, as I cared for my family. And so um, over the years, that has become um, a passion and a career. And so currently, I am a Reiki master. I love seeing clients, both animals and humans. Um, I specialize in equine Reiki, but I still see humans um, multiple times a week. Um, I also teach Reiki, um, and I'm working as a coach. So I offer one-on-one wellness and business coaching, as well as a group course. Actually, I have one that's kicking off today. I don't know when this is going to air. Yeah. um, And so I'm just, I really enjoy... Um, serving women, families, um, helping them with overall wellness, which I think has many more facets than just how we're physically feeling. Sure, absolutely. And you do so so many different things and you've done so many different things, but I'm just going to kind of needle us into one area today. And we're going to talk about something that you and I have talked about that is so interesting to me. And we kind of have coined it like living your life by design. So kind Mm -hmm. of designing your life around your priorities and kind of living that sovereign life and not being pushed into a life by, you know, society or by life, but, you know, choosing how you want to live. Um, So how, let's just completely dive in. How does one start to do that? I love this topic so much. (laughs) I really do. Um, I think sometimes we see other people, you know, living a life that they're actually choosing and and we think that that can't be me how can i do that you know because right. when you think about it we've been <clears throat> if we've gone through some type of school system we've really been taught to be part of this more um man-made construct right where you go through school you graduate high school you typically go off to you know earn a, uh, learn a trade or go to college and then you go on to work 40 years um you know, and retire at, if you're lucky, 40% of your pay, and and that's just it, you know, and then your life is over. And so um, I grew up with, um, my father was a school teacher, and so I, I loved teaching. I used to line up all my little stuffed animals and be the teacher, um, and I am still teaching today, so I love that, but just in a different form of what I went to college for. So I graduated high school and thought, all right, I'm going to college. I became a school teacher, went on and got my master's in education. I taught for a decade. And it really wasn't until um, I got pregnant with my first um, over 13 years ago 
that I just started to think about, wait a second. I mean, I knew the demands of teaching at the time and I knew what I was bringing home every night and what my Sundays looked like. And I had a few friends that had babies and I thought to myself, how? I just started to question. I think mm -hmm. you started questioning, asking some yeah. questions. How is this going to work for me? Mm -hmm. um, knowing my personality, right? Knowing my anxiety levels, just knowing who, as I, who I am as a woman yeah. and who I was, you know, as a teen growing into a woman. So, you know, here I am at almost 30 years old and am I really equipped or do I even desire to work this very demanding career and then also be a mom? And then mm -hmm. I started to ask the questions of, do I want someone else raising my child? Right. You know, I knew I wanted to breastfeed. I knew I wanted to, I knew I didn't want to wean. I knew that they were things that I went into. I think my mom was a midwife and a childbirth educator herself. So I I sat at her side at two, three years old and sat through all of her childbirth education. So I knew mm -hmm. so much about the postpartum period and, and birth yeah. really at a young age. So I had it in my mind that um, I was going to breastfeed and that I was not planning on weaning. Although we mm -hmm. all know as moms, you know, sometimes things take a different turn and we have to be right. able to flow with right. that. Right, right, right. But, but the, the priority was there. The, yeah, the vision was there. And, um, and you know what? I think sometimes we get these signs. And for me, initially, that decision became really easy when my uh, principal, this is like such a, this is such a hard thing to look back at, but my principal basically said, I wasn't granted my year leave. I really wanted a year leave. Right. And I, I wasn't granted it. And um, and sometimes the ho most horrible things that happen in our lives can really end up being the best gifts. Yep. And so then they said, oh, we're going to change your grade level. And so as a teacher, if any of your listeners are teachers, you once you've been doing a grade level for 10 years, like you can do this in your sleep. Mm -hmm. And they were going to change my grade level as a brand new mom. And I'm just envisioning myself, you know, pumping in the there's no, mm -hmm. there was no room in the lunchroom. I'm like, where was I going to do all these things? Yeah. So I decided to resign. And on paper, mm -hmm. it was a spooky, scary decision because at the time yeah. I was actually making more than my husband. It would have been a really insane thing for most logical people. Yeah. <clears throat> but I've always been one to follow my intuition. I had that gut instinct that I was meant to be home yeah. mothering. So, um, so I just started to listen. I think that when we become, and I work on this with my clients, when we start to find the quiet and the stillness, we begin to receive messages. And looking back on that, that is what I did. I just knew. I yeah. just knew in my heart. We did not have a plan. I didn't know how we were going to make up that lost income. Yeah. And that kind of didn't matter. It was more just this inner knowing that yeah. um, I needed to be home with my baby initially. And you know that was 13 years ago. So the, the universe has provided and a lot has unfolded since then. Yeah. Right. I have such a similar story when um, I'm gonna share. <laughs> when yeah, I had my second baby. So after I had my first baby, um, I, I was a pumping mom. Um, and I was a nurse and I pumped in patient rooms and I pumped in supply closets and I pumped in wow. places without doors. Um, but it was important to me and that was a priority and working at the time was a priority to me. I was a nurse and that was a priority to me at the time. Yeah. I wound up at the year mark when my work would have um, said, okay, you need to be done pumping. I swapped to a different job that would let me pump for an extended time period. So I kept pumping, but um, you know, a lot changed after my first. For my second, um, I had, you know, I went back to work and then I kept showing up late on accident. They would change what time I had to come in and I would show up late. And I'm like, 
I thought it was 8.30. And she's like, no, it was 8. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not meant to be here anyways. Mm -hmm. And I said, maybe I'll come back. It was a school. I said, maybe I'll come back in the fall, but I need to leave. And in the fall, I said, no, I'm not coming back. And that's, and truly, you know, when, when my youngest was four months old, that is when I started kind of designing our life, so to speak. And so much has unfolded since I've allowed that since I've, and literally I would say allow, it was like all these things were pushing and trying to, you know, giving all sorts of resistance. And once I allowed things to flow, a lot changed. Yes. It's like when we, I think it's a lot of times when we start to ask the harder questions and really peel back the layers and like, why were you continuing to show up to this job that wasn't feeling good? Right. And I think we are going back to like what we're taught. A lot of us are trained to be employees. A lot of us are trained to just color within the lines. Literally, they teach you at school to color within the lines. (laughs) Yes. And so... You know, there are ways, there are really creative, imaginative, incredible, magical ways to color outside the lines and still live an amazing life. Yes. Um, I love that. Because I had a background in teaching, I always thought I'm going to be sending my kids to school. And ironically, that's why I picked teaching because I was like, oh, this is, I always had a vision of marrying, you know, an amazing man, which I did. (laughs) He's sitting right over here smiling. Um, (laughs) And raising a family. And so mm-hmm. I thought, oh, a teacher is a perfect job for that because right. I get my summers off. I think we we know what we know. And that's what I saw my dad doing. And my mom yeah. had a flexible schedule. Yeah. So I thought, oh, that's perfect. And then like when, when you're in something, sometimes it's a little bit different than what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, nursing certainly was something different than well, I thought it was going to be. And I think right now, you know, nurses and teachers especially are really, mm-hmm. I have many nurse, nurses and teacher friends and I just, oh, I just yeah. really have a place in my heart for them because even now in 2022, this is a hard time to be a teacher. Yeah. It's a hard time to be a nurse. And it was absolutely. tough 13 years ago, but right. right. Um, so I always thought I would my vision was that I would teach and then my, I would have my little family and I'd be on my maternity leave because that's mm-hmm. here in this country. And then right. the kids would go to school and I'd go back to work and I would work until I was as a teacher, till I was an old teacher in a rocking chair, you know? Yep. Right. Right. And then my kids started going to school. My, my first entered preschool. I'm like, something felt wrong. I was like, mm-hmm. Wait a second. it was like that feeling again, like that, that mama, intuition. And I think more than just mamas have this intuition. I was just speaking to a man over the weekend who deeply knows he's in the wrong path in life. And he said it, he's like, I just know. I'm like, so what's preventing you from listening? And that's really what it is. We know it's just, are we going to listen and take the leap? And that's Um, the hardest part I think is okay, I know that I'm doing something wrong. I know that it doesn't feel good. I know that this isn't the path that I'm meant to be on, but I can't make a change because Mm -hmm. finances, because of the schedule, because I have kids, because of where we live, because of the house. And it's, it's something that I know hit me over the head. And I think you as well, where it's like, well, my priority really isn't where my home is. So I can move if I have to. My priority isn't really being the best employee, even though that makes me feel good. It's not my priority. And so it's kind of like, what can you get rid of? To me, it felt so good to tell people that I was a nurse because everybody was like, oh, a nurse. 
And I don't get the same, oh, for herbalist. A lot of the times I get, what's that? Which is fine. But it's something, you know, it's where are your priorities at, you know? And and for a while, being a nurse was a priority for me. And that was fine. That's okay. But, you and know, something you and I were going to touch on, yeah, is just kind of like, what about all those mamas that don't want to go back? They're having that intuition. They're having that feeling. I can't go back to work. I need to be with my babies. What can they do? What do, what do you, when you, because you coach some mamas like this, what do you do with them? Well, I think it's helpful to start to look at what are the reasons um, that I'm afraid to make this leap, right? And really, yeah. and really create a fear inventory of that. What are all Ooh. the fears that come up, you know? Mm -hmm. This was something that a coach did with me about a year ago. Um, and so I think so much of what hold us, holds us back is mindset. Yes, there are finances. Yes, there's logistical right. pieces. And I know inherently some people are more risk takers than others. I mean, it's right. just we're all wired a little bit differently. Um, but I think recognizing that we all don't have to fit in this societal box, mm -hmm. um, then like the world just starts to open up, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to share more about that, you know, with our path. Cause we, you know, we, we started homeschooling and like really yeah. life started to get very magical and, and open yes. up in really cool ways when we started to truly listen. But the first right. thing is what is holding you back? What is, what is scary here? What is, what are you scared about? What are the fears? And, um, usually when we make a list like that, it's the initial fears, but then digging mm -hmm. even deeper, but why, but why? Yeah. But why? And this can take like this can be many weeks doing this fear inventory. Mm -hmm. um, and I work on this with my clients because it's all right. So that's the initial fear. But let's dig a layer deeper. And, mm -hmm. and normally or usually you can kind of get down to what the main fear is. A lot of times it's what are other people going to think? Right. It's the fear of not appearing like together or yeah. you know, God, God forbid, you know, we're living in a. Um, a little state of flux. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people don't, people, I heard this quote years ago and it has always stuck with me. We're not trees with our roots in the same part of the ground right. for the rest of our lives. You know, the acorn plants and the oak tree grows and that oak tree's there for the entire life. That's mm -hmm. not us. We right. have opportunities to change careers, to reassess our priorities. Our priorities are allowed to shift, right? And yeah. I had a, a mentor 13 years ago say to me when I was looking at the school situation, I had enrolled my 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 oldest at the time into preschool mm -hmm. and it was feeling wrong. Mm -hmm. But I had signed the papers and I had made this decision. And she right. said to me, Jamie, you know you can change your mind. And I was like, I mean, that honestly, I have to, I've been meaning to write to her 13 years later. I haven't spoken to her in a really long time. We live in different towns now. And yes, that one sentence to me as a brand new mom, mm -hmm. he, like I have goosebumps right now that changed my entire life. Yeah. You yeah. are allowed to change your mind mm -hmm. as many times as you want. <laughs> So I think that today's day and age that we're living in, this is even different than 13 years ago. There are so many ways to start to build supplemental income. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in the case of myself and my husband, yes, I was making slightly more than he was at the time. So we lost about half of our income when I resigned yeah. from teaching. Yeah. 
And I dabbled in some different things. You know, first I was like, well, I have this teaching career. Let me tutor. I'll tutor. But I found that the tutoring wasn't so ideal because a lot of parents want their children tutored after school. It was interfering with family time, like dinner. My husband worked as a police officer at the time. So he'd get home and and then I wasn't home for dinner. Family mm-hmm. dinners were a priority. Yeah. Looking at what is your unique family's priority, right? Mm-hmm. But I did that and and that brought in some income. Then I was like, well, I, I really don't want to leave my child. So I started doing some childcare. I was like, well, I can bring right. him with me. Yeah. And that had its own, you know, pros and cons as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, So it was literally just this evolution. And when I started to look at what do I, what am I passionate about? I think if we can take our passions Mm -hmm. and if we feel good about monetizing them, um, we don't need to turn everything we love into a way to make money, of course. Right. But it doesn't feel like work when you are waking up in the morning, making money, doing something you absolutely love. Right. Right. Yes. Right? It's so true. And also you're willing to put more time into it. Yeah. And I think another thing that hit for me was I'm not being paid hourly. So that was something that I was used to trading an hour for this amount of time. And for money. And instead being like, okay, all of this that I do that I can do in any, I can send an email when I'm with my kids. Mm-hmm. I can make my herbal stuff when I'm with my kids. I can do half of it now, half of it later. I can do some of it, you know, while they're sleeping. I can do some of it right next to them. And not being like, oh, well, this took me three hours, so I need to charge this. Right. Just being, this feels good, like a good energetic exchange for what I'm doing. Exactly. That amount makes me feel good for what I'm doing. Oh, and I love that you said just like makes me feel good because that that's such an important part of this is, yeah. you know, really finding that, um, and I think this expression's overused a little bit, but it is something also that that I dive into in my group course, the difference between joy and happiness, right? Yeah. Because happiness is coming from like, oh, this cup of coffee just made me happy or whatever, right? Or that right. cup of herbal tea just made me happy. So that's external stuff. But the joy, that inner joy comes from mm-hmm. self-worth. It comes from honoring our priorities. It comes from like that, like you said, that energetic exchange feeling good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think we need both. I think we need a lot of happiness in our life to kind of help like fan the flames of joy. Yeah. 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 I think so too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Happiness and and feeling that joy from the inside, that's something that you have to allow as well. So that's something that is not going to just, um, it's not always going to be there. Sometimes you have to do the inside work to allow joy to come through. And Well, that fear inventory right there is like, that's not an easy thing to look at. Like, what am I truly scared of? And you know, I want to say like nine times out of 10 when I'm working with clients and and I'm helping them get, you know, business off the ground or whatever, whatever it is that we're doing together. Mm-hmm. There's the, I'll say like, who is it in the back of your mind? I just had this conversation with a woman last week. Who mm-hmm. is it that's preventing you from really like stepping into this next iteration? Yeah. There's always a person. It's like, oh, right. well, like my best friend from high school is watching me on social media and da, da, da. Or, you know, right. my former boss, like it's, it's so interesting. We all mm-hmm. have it. We all have those little people that we kind of allow, like sitting on our shoulders, giving yeah. them that space. Mm-hmm. I think just identifying like these, 
these blocks or these people that were worried about what do they think of me? What are they going yeah. to say? A lot of times, and this is so sad, but it's true. It's our family because our family it's knows <clears throat> family or close friends that have known us. And then all of a sudden we're shifting people that mm-hmm. meet me today. They don't know the past me. They don't right. know the past you. Exactly. But the people yeah. that watched all the iterations, they're the first ones to judge. Right. And so, right. Oh, what it what is this now? Oh, now she did wait, she went to nursing school and she's doing herbalism. What? You know? Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So I definitely. think it's like really standing in that um oh, you know, claiming that power and standing in that power of like, what are my priorities? What am I afraid of? Mm-hmm. I am capable of creating a life that feels good. This does not yeah. mean that life is perfect. I mean, I, right. I'm the first to try to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. It does right, not right, always right. mean that it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you, it's a lot better than working for someone else and having my kids be taught by someone else. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm really getting to call, my husband and I together get to call the shots. Right. What our days right. look like, what our weeks look like, what our years look like, and, and it just feels good for us. Right. And that's, that's another thing that I think, um, is kind of cool between our two stories is, um, not everybody's ideal life looks the same. My ideal life, my child does go to school. That is ideal for our family. I like someone else teaching him. That feels good to me. Right. But we spend a lot of time at home talking about the social sides of things, the emotional sides of things, the spiritual sides of things, because those are things that I want us to teach. Not necessarily, I don't think that he's going to learn our ideals at school. And so doing a lot of those type of things, you know, but that is our life by design. We moved to a place where there were good schools. So we could send him to good schools um, because where we lived before the schools were not great. And so we moved cross country and, you know, designing our life, we moved cross country to be near my family because we were ready to have support. We were ready to not go alone. But when we moved to Arizona, we wanted that space. And so you're allowed to change your mind. You're allowed to change what's important to you. And you're, I like the, the priorities in your life are just, they're going to shift. And, yeah. um, you know, especially with each kid you have, every kid you have is going to change what you need a hundred and it's going to change who you are 100%. And I think that it's important to see that it's like, you know, sometimes I'll get caught up on Instagram because I'm not a homeschool mom. I am very proud of my friends who are homeschool moms, but I'm like, um, that's not me. And I'll look at it and I'll get caught up and I'm like, oh, I should be homeschooling. I should be, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Or I'll see my nursing friends and I'm like, well, I should be back in nursing. What am I doing? And then I'm like, wait, that's not me. That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. And that should, you know, we... We cannot be shooting on ourselves. Right. That <laughs> right. word should. That word should gets us so many times. And exactly. um, you know, I have friends, Amanda, who the oldest is homeschooled, the middle is at a private, and the youngest is in public. I mean, it, yeah. and that's, so talk about coloring outside the lines. Right. You know, and right. I think that we are um we are formed in this way where we think things are supposed to look like a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no should, there's no supposed to. It's what right. does what feels good. And you hit on something so important. Each child is different. Each yeah. year of our lives is different. I mean, in five years, you could find yourself saying, like, when your little one is ready for school, you may be in a completely mm-hmm. different place of your life. Right. And 
So um, I think I'm a, I'm a goal setter. I'm a vision quester. You know, I am somebody that is yeah. always creating and thinking, but that doesn't mean that when I get there, there isn't room for adaption and change and, and, you know, yeah. reassessing. I think the reflection is so important. How is this feeling? Is this working for me right now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What would work better? What, and then the other piece you asked a few minutes ago about like, how does one start this? You need a support team. Like you, yeah. you, you need to surround yourself around other people who are living in not exactly the way you want to live, but like, mm -hmm like-minded individuals that can support you so that the you know the aunt sally on your shoulder that you think you're going to hear on the back of your head that's going to say what do you mean you're starting your own business or what do you mean you're not going back to teaching mm -hmm. um yes you're going to have that we're all going to have that throughout life but having a group of people around you that believe in you a resource group of people that can point you in the right direction give you tools yeah. when we started homeschooling i was very scared what do i do so I hooked into veteran homeschoolers who gave me websites and yeah. and um, and I get asked all the time, will you do the, you know, will you be homeschooling forever? I'm like, we kind of look at it like six months at a time. Right. Yeah. I, I can't say I'll be doing anything forever. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think that that's a really good thing is also to like, you know, vision boards are really pretty cool, but doing vision board like with your family. Um, so like with your spouse or even with your kids, giving them the sovereignty over their own lives, giving them the, you know, the, um, what do you want to do? What feels right. good to you? Um, you know, we, um, just as an example of in actual, like in, um, the school buildings, we asked my son for next year, do you want to stay at the school you're at? Do you want to go to the school that our neighborhood goes to? Or do you want to, like, what feels good to you? And so, you know, we took what he had to say into account and we are, you know, trying the way that he wants to try, which is fine. Well, you were just saying that, well, I guess it was at the beginning. I shouldn't say just. <laughs> um, you were saying that you have a group course that starts today. Why don't you tell us where we can find you and any offerings that you want to talk about and where people can learn more about you? Because we only just scratched the surface on everything that you do. Oh, well, thank you, Amanda. Um, well, you can find me over on Instagram, um, Jamie McKenzie. I believe I'm, um, I think I'm Jamie underscore McKenzie underscore. <laughs> I'll make sure to put it in the show notes. <laughs> I always have to look up my Instagram. I'm like, what? Where's the little hyphens and underscores? Um, so you can find me there. You can also find me on Facebook. I think I pop up pretty quickly over on Facebook. Um, and so I offer free discovery calls for anyone just interested in just scratching the surface and talking and I'm yeah. just seeing if we're a good fit in terms of working sure. together. Um, I do teach Reiki. We just finished up Reiki one. I'm going to be offering it again. So Reiki one and Reiki two are coming. Um, I'm also going to be having this spring and summer, um, an animal Reiki course. Cool. Um, so uh, all of my offerings are, are on Instagram. I usually, I do my best to share, you know, what I have going on. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure by the time this airs, you know, my course will have already um, kicked off. But um, Absolutely. I'm excited. A great group of women starting tonight. And it's um, a course designed it's called the Metamorphosis Method. And um, this was a course I created uh, last year, just a download. If you've ever received just one of those like divine downloads, I was like, oh, this is it. So it's eight modules taking women through um, a very individual, but it's special because it's in a group. 
So there's that connection piece with other women, yeah. but a very individual journey, um, looking in and starting to go through their own personal evolution and transformation. So I love helping mm -hmm. women focus on nourishment, amplifying intuition, and really stepping into that, that next best version. Love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me today. I've really enjoyed this conversation and just kind of digging into like how we can prioritize and live our life by design, especially as moms. I think that that's so key. It was such a pleasure. I, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I loved it, Amanda. And I love the work that you're doing. I think um, as a as a previous childbirth educator and doula, I mean, this work that you're doing with postpartum moms is so necessary. Thank um, you. And as we've said in the past, like you're always postpartum. Once postpartum, right. you're always postpartum. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that the work that you're doing is is so, so needed and, and really special. Thank you. Moms. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Holistic Life for Moms. I hope that you will follow along with me over on Instagram at treemamaherbals.com where I'm continuing the discussion of postpartum support and also um, over on my website at www.treemamaherbals.com. You can also find me on Facebook again at treemamaherbals. Um, <clears throat> if you're looking for information on my course, Herbal Medicine Making for Moms. It is now live and you can find it at www.treemamaherbals.thinkific.com. I'll make sure that's in the show notes. Uh, in that course, you'll learn how to make all herbal medicines for your kids safely at home so that you can keep your kids healthy all year round. Uh, it's specifically made for moms with recipes, printables, and how-tos throughout. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. I hope you all have a beautiful day and enjoy your holistic life.